Hello and welcome everybody back to the Real Joey Boats Podcast. These are the stories of my struggles, my victories, my losses, and how I overcame those insurmountable odds to win out for the fights of my life. So, welcome back. Uh, like I said, this is episode uh, 15. Episode 15. Wow. Cool. And today I want to go over uh, 2020. This is the last podcast of the year. It is New Year's Eve. And for me, 2020 was a great year. Probably I, one of the best years of my life. I've had some really good ones. Uh, and 2020 is up there as a really great year. I know for a lot of us, we've said, oh, 2020 was a great, 2020 sucks, 2020 this. Everybody on social media just says 2020 sucks. Like, and I know something just came out again that I just saw on my Facebook before I started recording that they're going to be like, oh, 2020 claimed another one. Okay, cool. That's well and great. I, my condolences to that person, their family, and all that. But that is not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about... 2020 and how it was a fantastic year for me anyways how i advanced uh again in 2020 uh with healing my brain and uh with weight loss and gut health and brain health uh you know my my family life my love life all of that just advanced it's great it's good being a better spouse all that stuff that happened in 2020 it all like, and just being a better person too, it all just was good. I've had some uh, family members that at least uh, know of of one that did not make it out of 2020 uh, because uh, they got sick. But uh, for me, um, 2020 was excellent. And I, and I definitely want to get into that. So, all right, let's get ripping. So for me... Uh, the year started off really good, I think. I, I can't exactly remember what the hell happened in January, but I know it was good. Uh, you know, I was getting to where I wanted to be in the gym. I was losing good weight. Uh, losing, in fact, I was losing weight enough the fact that you could see, like, two little, uh, bumps right there at the top of my stomach. And those weren't just because, like, it was weird. That, that wasn't a food baby. Those were abs. Um, I could see those. And was doing good, was getting better, I was eating good, uh, I have this really tight, uh, collared shirt from the Wounded Warrior Project that I could easily fit into, um, I believe I have a picture on my Facebook somewhere, uh, and I looked, I looked excellent, and, uh, I wore it a couple times, and did really good, and COVID hit, COVID hit, right, uh, everything shut down, and, actually, wait, let's backtrack a little bit, let's go back, that um you know i was really i was doing great i actually got called down with team rubicon to uh cookville tennessee to help out with the tornado responses down there and that was a highlight because i actually stood up an operation with team rubicon and uh, actually helped them demo as well uh so i i did that and that was excellent uh, my father joined team rubicon as well uh, to I got to see him go down range and kick some major ass while he was down there. Uh, so that's awesome as well. And then, you know, why I was down there, uh, I started hearing about this, uh, this COVID-19 thing. And honestly, like, I don't watch the news. I don't, I don't pay attention to any of that crap because it's just, 
it's the news. Like, why, why should I watch that anymore? You know, but I, I get my information elsewhere. Let's just say that. So COVID, I started hearing about COVID and this toilet paper starts disappearing and people start going out of their, their ever loving minds about things. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, what is all this? What, what's happening? So, you know, I did my research and know that this was happening and, uh, took steps to, and make sure that my I was safe and my family was safe and we're just paying attention. And then uh, once I get back home, you know, I start working out again, uh, and that's when everything kind of goes to goes to shit. Everything starts shutting down. The gyms close. The state closed down. Everything just. And I'm not gonna say we were all like on lockdown because things weren't really locked down. We were still allowed to go outside our houses and exercise and walk around our neighborhoods. Uh, we just weren't necessarily allowed to travel uh, and do certain things. Businesses were closed down. Uh, some of your favorite restaurants were open for carryout. Most of them were. So if you didn't support those, uh, usually you're like your small restaurants. Your smaller businesses uh, were closed down. I supported a lot of them um, that were open for carryout because, well, they needed the business. And I support them now, and, and I am not afraid to go sit down in these restaurants and eat because you know everything started to shut down and i made a little home gym in my backyard with some big big stones and some rocks uh some chains that i had um some some like stumps some wood stumps some logs and uh, a couple other things i had some punching bags and i was able to get out and walk and do some running uh so i was trying to keep it going but it wasn't like for some reason i my diet kind of went to shit for like a month, and I'm not sure why. Uh, so I put on a little bit of uh, what they call COVID weight. I don't know. I kind of hate that term. Uh, but hey, that's it is what it is. After COVID was over and I went through all that, I decided to get back. You know, I was already, my diet was good. I wasn't overeating. Oh, I was a little bit, but I wasn't like destroying it, just eating shitty food. Uh, so, but I overate during the shutdown, which, hey, caused me to gain a little bit of weight. But after we went through all that and the gyms opened back up, I decided to go back on keto. And this was probably around June. So I started keto and it was great. It was doing good. I lost like 25 pounds initially and, you know, it's feeling good. And I would say up until about October. I was feeling pretty good, doing good, and all of a sudden, like, things started to change. Uh, my my skin did clear up. Uh, I think, you know, I, I regulated or managed my gut bacteria a little better now. But around October, I just started to feel like this really, the keto thing wasn't really doing much for me. Um, but I stuck it through just to see if it was my body changing or the gut bacteria was really dying and just making me feel like total crud. But I stuck it through till about Christmas Day, and I and I got off of it. And I was just going to do like a keto cheat weekend, okay, and go from there. But I decided to stay off that keto and get back on timer and uh, get back on get on something called time restricted eating, where I give myself an eight hour window to eat real good food. Like I mean, real food that our ancestors ate, not some like crappy fake, um, like a Doritos or frozen chicken nuggets, none of that shit. Uh, I'm talking about real food, real meat, 
uh, bone broths and eggs and good stuff that we've been eating for thousands of years. And that's how, and I feel like that's helping. I've only been on it for a couple days here, uh, but I feel like I am giving myself an eight hour window and I'll probably go through like a 16 hour fast. There's that. That's like my diet that's eating. Um, uh, stepping back to winter uh, when it comes to workout regimens, I talked about uh, my diet. Now let's talk about working out. So uh, we were we were in a phase. I, f- I forget what the phase was in the gym that we were in, but it was really good. I was on top of it. It was uh, I felt really good. Movements were good. They were clean. Uh, my brain was starting to. Uh, catch on to things. So it was advancing. My, my mind health, those neuropathways were regrowing, um, which my brain's been doing since 2000, since the surgery in 2013. It's been actively healing itself. But it was regrowing those neuropathways that were, that were dead, that were gone. Those were regrowing or they were reactivating. And they're slowly starting to do it now as well. And also, you know, I, my resting heart rate was probably in the 60s, 50s, 40s. I don't think I ever hit, I hit 40 a couple times. I know that's so upper 40s with my resting heart weight. I never hit like 30. So I'm not like superhuman like David Goggins or anything, but uh, I am very proud of that feat that my heart rate got that low. And it's still pretty low. I took my resting heart rate the other day and it was in the lower 60s. Um, so I got that going. It was probably lower this summer when I was riding. And I want to get to uh, riding a bike here in a little bit. Uh, but the workouts we were doing were good. My movements were clean. They were steady. I was really, uh, my confidence was really, really growing. You know, I went down to Tennessee in, in late February to early March to stand up at Operation Team Rubicon. So it took a little bit of a pause, uh, for a couple weeks to go ahead and do that. Actually, for like just a week, I think I was only down there seven days. I stood, they stood up the operation and made sure that it was running smoothly and efficiently. And then I came back here. Uh, so I was able to get back to the gym and do and do all the workouts and keep that confidence growing and keep my brain healing and keep the movements going. And then, like I said before, COVID hit, shut everything down, and I had to uh, continue my workouts here at home. So either running, walking, working out in the backyard with the logs and the stones and the chains and all that stuff. Uh, man, you think about it. My workout regimen sounds like some like kink fest. Logs, rocks, and chains. <laughs> okay, whatever. You know, workouts workouts are really good, and they're really good now. So the gym's back opened back up this summer. Um, so I felt like the, the couple months that we were in the shutdown and the gyms were closed... Um, my, my brain health trying to repair those neural pathways didn't stop or didn't take a hit. It just slowed down. It just really, really slowed down. And it wasn't a huge detrimental thing for me, but it was, man, I wish that didn't happen. It's frustrating, but that was all in the same boat. That wasn't just, you know, we were all in that same boat together. So yeah, so there's, there's that. And then you know, after a while, the gyms opened back up. We got back into that workout regimen, and then I put myself on keto. So, uh, why things were kind of, uh, we were in a shutdown a little bit, and it was weird because these things, certain things were closed, uh, but certain things were allowed to continue, like youth sports. I didn't understand that. Um, if we were freaked about it, freaked out about everything, why are we still doing this? Why are we still doing that? Uh, to me, it really didn't matter because I was taking appropriate precautions that I needed to take, uh, to stay healthy. 
Um, and I'm not sick. I haven't been sick. Uh, I got a little weird allergy thing. I think it was in the beginning of September, but it only lasted a few days. Uh, so yeah, I haven't been sick. I haven't gotten sick. Uh, you know, knock on wood. Uh, so there is that. Uh, but why we were going through youth sports and uh, all that stuff. So this is, I'm trying to remember. So in springtime, I think it was mid springtime. I got a text from my buddy, Gary, uh, my buddy, Gary here in Hamilton, Ohio. He, he texted me and said, Hey, I, I saw you trying to get back on your mountain bike and your mongoose and you're riding around the neighborhood. Um, I also see that you bought this hybrid. I bought this hybrid bike from this lady in Northside for like 250 bucks, I think. It's a, it's a K2 Acadia, a real nice bike. I haven't ridden it. I Last time I rode it was probably a couple months ago. Last time I rode it was a couple months ago. Rid it, shit, sorry. Rode it a couple months ago uh, just to see how the chain felt after being ridden all summer by my nephew. And he texted me and had said, hey, man, I have this road bike that I don't ride anymore because I had this neck surgery and I can't, like, pick my head up like that a certain way anymore. Would you like it? And I'm thinking, yeah, it's in the budget if he's going to give it to me a certain price. Well, he didn't give it to me for a certain price. He gave it to me free. And it's a 33-year-old road bike. Uh, It's actually right next to me right now. It's a Miata and a Nimbus or a Miata Nimbus. So it's a Japanese road bike. Uh, it's 33 years old. The thing handles like a dream. It rides like a dream. I love it. Uh, it's a little big for me because he's taller. Uh, I didn't understand. I didn't. Well, I guess I didn't remember that road bikes, you know, you need to be a certain size for who you are. But it's a little big for me. So I didn't think I was ever going to get back on a road bike or any two wheel bike for that matter. But I did get back on. Uh, I, I, Thought I was going to be riding like three real trike, like three real recumbents for the rest of my life because my balance was just so awful. But that just wasn't the case. I got on this bike, and when I got on the road bike at first, when I brought it home and I got it fixed up and got it looked at at Jim's bicycle shop here in Cincinnati, and I brought her home and I got on it. And I rode around the neighborhood for, I don't know, four miles. I was a little wobbly. Uh, I just kind of wanted to see how it felt, how I did on it, and I'm thinking, like, you know what, if I wreck, if I fall, if I crash, whatever, you know, that's all part of it, that's all part of it. Failure is how you succeed. Fail, 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 fail. Fail more times than you succeed, because that's how you learn. That's what was my thought process, but I didn't wreck. I was able to, if I was, got into his somewhat of a sticky situation i was able to get out of it pretty easily i was able to get my feet off the pedals uh before i started going towards the ground so i was able to catch myself Uh, but that never really happened that didn't really happen until i was started doing long distance riding but at this point i'm still only at a couple miles or four miles or five miles but every time i got on the bike i advanced another mile or two miles or half a mile whatever it was I just made sure that on my Strava, I was above the mileage I was the previous time I rode. I wasn't, you know, going backwards. I was always moving forward, always advancing. Pretty soon, I was riding 10 miles, 15 miles, 20 miles, 30 miles, 40 miles, and then 
my one of my goals I think for the past summer was to do a 50 miler and it was at least 55 miles um, I rode from Xenia to Loveland Ohio so Xenia Ohio to Loveland Ohio and the little Miami bike trail or the 3c bike trail whatever you want to call it uh, but I started in Xenia and it was a Sunday so it was a Sunday afternoon it was early Sunday afternoon and I got done in the evening it took me about I don't know, five hours. When I stopped in Loveland, I noticed that I was at 49 miles. 49 miles. And I thought to myself, all I need to do is go up a mile or so and come back. And I'll be a little bit over 50. Well, I just, I went at least, I got to at least the four mile mark and I turned around. Maybe, I don't know if I'm doing my math right. Go ahead and do the math. My brain doesn't want to do it right now, but it was at least 50 miles plus. So, I easily completed the goal. Uh, um, I was a little bit atrophic when I got off that bike just because I've never or I haven't done a 50 miler in a long, long time. I haven't done that kind of riding in a long, long time. Uh, But it was easy. I got, you know, I was a little dehydrated, uh, pretty hungry, but I was able to solve that problem pretty quickly once I got done with my ride. Now, a couple of my goals this year or, or I mean for 2021 to ride the bike or to do a 50 mile ride on a fast and do just a hundred mile ride regularly. So if I'm doing it somewhat on a fast, that's cool. But if not, I have some food in my system. Uh, but I know a lot of cyclists are always like, well, you got to have food in your system. You got to have caffeine. In your system. You got to have this, you got to have that. You got to no, dude. you just get on the bike and you just ride. That's all you need to do. You don't need to put energy goose or drink coffee or like, you know, eat a, a dozen eggs or shit like that. You don't need to do that. All you need to do is have a water bottle. And if you're going to ride long distance, maybe a couple snacks with you and have a capa- have the capabilities to find extra water or some buy some extra water. Usually I just take some cash with me and buy a couple extra bottles of water. So yeah, man, I think I'm going to be able to do it. It sounds feasible in my head. It's like, Hey, 50 miles, riding 50 miles on a fast is good. And another cool thing is my wife, um, she has a road bike now too, given to her by the same person, but it was his wife's bike. So she's going to start riding with me and uh, I'm excited about that. I'm I'm usually a solo rider and I love riding solo. It's kind of a way to get out. It's kind of a way to escape. It's kind of a way to get out of my thoughts and just enjoy it and, and enjoy the freedom of riding. But now that I have somebody to ride with, um, it's not going to be really any different, actually going to be better. I, I do enjoy riding with people. I'm a little competitive and so is she. So it should be fun. It should be real fun. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was a huge goal. And I, I guess one of, one of my other goals for, um, or for 2020 was to, um, gosh, I didn't really complete it. It was like, do a certain amount of push-ups every week, do a certain amount of squats every week, and then med- and meditate. But I didn't, really didn't follow the push-up goal. I really didn't follow the squat goal. I kind of got out of that a little bit. Um, but I was doing squats and push-ups here and there, just not every day. Uh, so every other day or something like that. Um, but the meditation it was meditate five minutes every day. And that meditation of five minutes every day has become at least a 20-minute meditation unguided I just close my eyes and I breathe and I clear my mind and half the time they kind of turn into naps but I think it's just my body's way of saying hey you've meditated now it's time to rest 
and you can go about your day after you're finished. So, and that was really pivotal to my mental development. I really needed that. It forced me to stop and it forced me to look back. Uh, it forced me to slow down. It forced me to downregulate because, gosh, we're always so on the go, right? We're always so on the go and we, we have to get this done. We have to get this done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's insane. It really is insane sometimes. So it forced me to slow down. Even when I didn't have a lot to do, it's like, hey, I can sit here. It's quiet. There's nobody home. I can meditate. And like I said, sometimes it turned into a nap. But hey, who doesn't? You know, naps aren't a bad thing. Naps doesn't. Naps don't mean it doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't. Okay, it just means you're you're resting. But don't don't take like an hour. Don't take three hours because that's that's a little counterintuitive, and it's a little unhealthy. So about twenty. So about twenty minutes. Twenty minutes to thirty minutes should do it. Twenty minutes is optimal. You just close your eyes, you go to sleep. And if you have to set an alarm, set an alarm. Now me, I don't know. I'm weird. I woke myself up every time. Uh, sometimes they were a little longer than 20 minutes. But if I if they were longer than 20 minutes, if they were an hour, I just figured, hey, I guess I was tired. I guess I needed sleep. You know, sometimes it's okay. If you have you like have you guys ever hit that morning fog, or not that morning fog, but that afternoon fog or that afternoon lag time where your brain's just like Oh man, I don't know if I'm going to make through this. You start yawning, uh, you start getting extra tired. So most of us go to the kitchen and either make a cup of coffee, make a cup of tea, or drink a soda with, you know, something with caffeine in it. Or we give ourselves some sort of stimulant to wake up on. When most of the time, all you need is like five to 10 minutes of you closing your eyes. Most of us at our jobs get a 15 minute break. So take those 15 minutes and just go close your eyes. If you have to set an alarm to get yourself to open your eyes back up so you get back to work on time, then do it. But make sure you close your eyes. Give yourself that adequate amount of rest. I did that all the time uh, when I had jobs that uh, you know that gave me that afternoon break, that that post lunch break. Because man, we eat that lunch, we pig out. You know, most of us at a job because we only have 30 minutes to eat. And, you know, all our blood goes to that digestion and a lot of our energy is going to that digestion. So we're just dog tired. And it's the afternoon. You've been you've been up since four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. You your body's telling you, hey, man, I'm tired. So take that afternoon break and just go close your eyes for 15 minutes. If it's 15 minutes, what you get? Take five minutes, take 10 minutes. It means you've got five minutes to get back to work. It's not that hard. You know, I highly suggest it. I tell people to do it all the time. They don't exactly listen to me all the time, but that's okay. That's on them. At least I tell them, hey, it works for me. It's always worked for me. Uh, the couple other cool cool things that happened to me in 2020 uh, is I was given a new car by Operation Homefront. Now, this was totally a surprise to me. It was kind of, it was, the surprise was kind of sprung on me a little early. Uh, but still to me, even though I knew about it was a complete and total surprise because I had no clue what kind of car I was going to get. And, and the story is, uh, months earlier before the shutdown happened, I can't remember how far back I would probably say February or it was before, before the outbreak, right? You know, a friend asked me, do you have uh, car repairs that you need done? Or do you know anybody? 
And I, you know, I said, yeah, I, I'm doing them right now. I'm, I'm fixing on my car a little bit. I just did my brakes. Uh, I can somewhat afford the easy repairs, the basic repairs, and I know how to do them. So kind of find somebody else that has a little tougher time that has, a, I would say, a way tougher time than me um, that needs it. Okay. She was cool with that. So she went on down the line trying to find somebody. Well, nobody rogered up. So they came back to me and they said, hey, nobody's kind of spoke up. Nobody said anything. Do you still need those car repairs? And I was like, yeah, man, I, I do. You know, if you guys are going to pay for them, then cool. Well, they asked me, what's wrong with your car? What What's wrong? And it's the Subaru Outback. For you, for you guys that know me, know I still have that white Subaru Outback, the 2010, and I love it. I just needed new brakes, a couple new calipers. Uh, the exhaust, the exhaust system has a leak somewhere. I knew that. And I wouldn't, you know, I was going to ask if I could have new timing, you know, a new timing belt put on and all that stuff. Uh, cause I'm at like 207,000 miles or something like that. And it's still running strong. It's just those few things I need to get fixed. And they said, okay, well then the pandemic started and I heard nothing for a while. And then it was, Hey, the pandemic started, but this is so uh, the paperwork that we we're filling out, we, we sent to the state of Ohio. Ohio was shut down. The BMV was shut down. So there's really nothing we can do at the present time. Uh, we just have to wait. And me, being the patient person that I am, was waiting. Huh? No big deal. Uh, you know, good things come to those who wait. And boy, did it. After everything started opening back up, the paperwork was getting processed. And they were telling me the timelines here. Boom. In early October, I got this car. It was a, uh, a Dodge... Dodge Journey, 2018 Dodge Journey GT, so the Grand Tour edition. Things got the same engine as a Charger SXT. Um, it's very luxurious. It's got the leather. It's got power. I mean, it's fully loaded. I love it. Uh, the family, the wife loves it. We all love it. And uh, it's got. A, they put a tow package on it for me. And uh, not just did they put a tow package on it, but they put the like heavy duty tow package on it. So. It's only got a certain amount that it can pull, but I'm cool with it. I don't need to pull a lot. So either a trailer that I make for my kayaks or I'm going to get in a nice teardrop trailer. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Uh, so yeah, I got a new car. I got a new car, guys. That That's pretty cool. And it was and it's free. I didn't pay a dime for it. It's ta- It was taxed for nothing. Nothing was paid for except for when I went to get it registered with the state and license plate and all that, and I had to renew my license. That's the only thing I really paid for. There was no, like, tax. There was no title. It was all paid for. You know, there, in getting into that, there are things out there for veterans, and if you're a veteran and, you're, and you know you need some assistance, there are things out there for you, okay? There, is, there are programs out, designed out there to help you uh, so you can get back on your feet. So if you need that, and if you need resources, I, I got them at hand. It may take me a while to find them, but I can help you find them. Okay, so 2020 was a pretty great year for me. Uh, how was it for you guys? What did you do? You know, what are you proud of? What's a good thing you did? You know, there's a bunch of good stuff that happened to me in 2020, and I told you a lot of them, you know, and I could tell you more. And you know, let's go back to one. Let's the, the the holiday toy drive. My wife and I took that over. We took that over. Uh, mainly her. She really took it over. I'm just like the muscle, the logistics, and just move shit around and, uh, you know, I look cute while I'm doing it. But yeah, we took that over and it's not, it wasn't very big this year thanks to the pandemic. We had to make it through like a drive-through style 
like a food bank type of ordeal where the kids would come and get their toys. So they weren't allowed to come in and shop and have a good time. And uh, But hopefully next year things will change and we can do that. If not, hey, we'll just adjust fire like we did. But that's good. And, you know, I, you know, sometime during the late summer, I made it up to Cedar Rapids with the Cincinnati Community Tool Bank to help the people up there and lend some tools out. So that was awesome. You know, I did a lot of stuff in 2020, a lot of good stuff. And that stuff that I can recall that I did is just bigger than myself. It was stuff that was bigger than myself, people that I know that needed a lot of help. And I knew that I'm able body and I can help them. So I helped. You know, that that should be if if you don't serve now, you should make that a goal for 2021. Get out there and serve. Do something bigger than yourself. Because that is very, very important to personal development. And in every aspect of your personal development. So you get out there and help. Yeah, I told you some good stuff about 2020. And some stuff that you should leave in 2020 are your fears, your doubts, your judgments, your limitations, the I can'ts, the I won'ts, the it won't happen. There's a difference between it won't happen because things don't work that way or something not happening because you are full of doubt. You doubt yourself. You doubt other people. You don't put your trust into other people. You don't put that trust into yourself. Leave that all here in 2020. Don't go into 2021 with all those same restrictions. Just leave them here. Start fresh. Okay? Start fresh. The only one that controls your thoughts, your feelings, your actions are you. Leave all those bad thoughts, those bad feelings, those bad actions. Just leave them here in 2020. Start fresh in 2021. Okay? I know it's hard. You know, it's really hard just letting go and starting new. There's a lot of things that you do stand to lose. I get it. But sometimes you just have to lose that crap to start fresh. Yeah, the fear's there, but you got to leave it. You got to drop it. You know, the old saying, as the old saying goes, you got nothing to fear but fear itself, right? And even fear itself is look at it and just look at it in the face. Like I did, you know, this is in 2005 and in 2013, and I looked death right in the face and said, not today, motherfucker. So that's what you do. Look fear in the face and say, not today, dude, not today. It ain't happening. I'm bigger than you. I got this. So, uh, you know, so let's go into 2021. What are your goals? What are your goals? I told you a few of my physical goals that are, Ride, ride a 50-miler on my road bike on a fast. Um, ride 100 miles, whether it's on a fast or not. It doesn't That doesn't really matter to me. If it's on a fast, that's just more bragging rights, right? Lose weight. I definitely have to lose some weight. Most of you have seen me in a pictures without my shirt on. And, yeah, I do got a belly. I got some love handles. And I, and I got to get rid of them. So I think it's like 60 to 70 pounds that I have to lose. In 2013, I was at 185, and roughly now when I weighed myself, I was 230. Uh, so I got some, I got some pounds to lose, man. I got some pounds to lose, and I can do it. Like I'm on the schedule, the time restricted eating. Um, I think that's going to be a huge 
factor in that. Um, and also, you know, I, there's going to be things that I'm going to get back on uh, that was helping with my energy wise supplement uh, supplement wise that was helping with my energy uh, and just helping with other things that I really need to do. One of the other things is in 2021 is become a better parent. Um, it's a work in progress always. Uh, become a better spouse. That's always a work in progress. That's something, and just overall be a better person. I consider myself a good person now, but I can always be better. Personal development is something that you should always work on. Uh, you should always keep moving forward. I think with that, with the you're always moving forward. You're leaving your leaving all that negativity and all those bad things in 2020 is going to be a great thing for you and tw- and myself in 2021. Uh, another thing I think is to that I want to do in 2021 is start a YouTube channel. Uh, basically, it's kind of I, I would say me just recording my podcast. You guys can see me on a webcam, and if you don't want to just listen, if you're more of a visual person, uh, you can watch YouTube. And there I am. But I have to get a webcam. I have this like square cubed camera. I don't know. It was by a company that designed it as a home security camera, but it's working as a webcam right now because, of course, when I got the camera, that's when the pandemic started and everybody and their mother was working from home. So I got this cheap security camera. It was like 30 bucks, and, you know, it works, but it's not a webcam and it's not doable and there's nowhere I can mount it. And, you know, uh, I got it for a temporary fix and, well, now no longer a temporary fix. But uh, so there's that. But yeah, it is New Year's Eve, folks. It is it is kind of a do or die. Uh, 2021 is going to be what you make it, same as 2020. So if you made 2020 and you based it off of everything that happened out and around you and everything the news said, then you had a pretty shitty 2020. But take a, take a, take a bit, stop, and think about what happened to you in 2020. If you just survived and you were healthy and you didn't die, then you're doing good. If you're breathing, then you're doing good, folks. You know, now that you're going into new new year, you know, set some goals for yourself. I I wouldn't I'm not saying new year's resolutions because a lot of us we make resolutions, but we don't keep them. Okay, and I thought about it the other day about New Year's resolutions because somebody asked me. No, it was Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin uh, said, what is your New Year's resolution for 2021? Knowing that most of us don't keep New Year's resolutions. And when Rich says stuff like that, he is definitely like, he's very serious. What is it? And he was asking because Rich, he's an awesome guy. And I thought to myself, hmm. I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. I have goals, but I have a seven, almost eight year ongoing resolution to make sure that I get back to where I was post 2000 or pre-2013. So pre-surgery, pre-cancer the second time. Oh, which reminds me, one of my goals for 2021 is to get back on, well, I already, I, 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 Completed another goal in 2020, the summer of 2020. I got back on the handball court. I got back on the three-wall handball courts and started rolling around the handball, started started smacking around the handball a little bit, doing some drills. Um, here soon I'm going to get back on the four-wall courts because obviously it's cold out and it's four-wall season. But I want to get back to playing handball in games. 
you know, whether it's slow paced with, you know, I just want to get back to the game. So that's another goal I have. See, look, I keep thinking of goals. I keep thinking and they keep popping in my head and that's how it should be. You don't have to like put all your goals down right now. In the last few hours of 2020, you don't got to put all those goals down. You have time. You can write them down all year long until next New Year's Eve for 2021. And then guess what? If you didn't complete that, you got a whole you got you can complete it whenever you want. It doesn't matter 2021, 22, 23, 24, 25. It doesn't matter. Goals, man. Just keep going at it and keep growing. Keep moving forward. Don't stop. Don't give up. Stay in the fight. You're always in the fight. Never out of it. You're never out of it until you're no longer breathing, folks. (sighs) All right. That's all I got. That's all I got for 2020. It was great that I started this podcast. You know, I started the Real Joy Boats podcast not knowing where it's going to go. And I'm at the 15th episode. And last time I checked, I'm a little bit over 250 downloads. So people are listening. And for you listeners out there, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, spread spread the love. Spread spread the word. I know somebody, somebody out there needs to hear these words of everything that I've spoken from now back to episode one. And yeah, I know there's some episodes out there that are probably a little worse than others, a little better than others, but hey, I'm learning my voice. I'm finding my voice, right? That's you gotta start somewhere. Even if it's from the ground, you gotta start. You know? Whether it's either brick by brick or whatever, you gotta start. You gotta start somewhere. And sometimes it's from the ground up, and a lot of times it's from the ground up. That's what you gotta do. Wow. All right, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, folks. Thanks for listening to these stories. The stories of my struggles, my victories, my losses, and how I overcame those insurmountable odds to win the fights of my life. Okay. Awesome. Well, I look forward to talking with y'all again in 2021. Have a happy new year.